Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, it's 62 degrees according to my computer outside. Colin, how warm is it in the studio <laughs> that uh, John got to escape but you're stuck in? Yeah, can you hear the fan going behind me <laughs> uh, at all yeah. here? Man, so, I, I I am so sorry. I felt so bad for abandoning you, but I guess both of us being brutally hot isn't going to do either of us any good. So I want to talk about what John did for you, though, for a second here. Give credit where it's due. Because I also want to know how much you tipped. <laughs> I, I, I want to get, I'm curious about this because we've talked about this at DoorDash. Okay, so Colin's sweating it out. For some reason, it's yeah. just not, the studios are just ovens today me, yeah and and it's not just us either uh, apparently 610 sports is dealing with this uh, i was talking to uh to cody tapp earlier this morning when i actually was in the building i got all the way to work and and it was early enough that i i walked in and as you approached the door to the studio from the newsroom it's it's that feeling like when you open the oven and you get that whoosh of hot air that comes out. That's what it feels like as you're just approaching the door. And the door was open. That was the craziest part about it is that door has been open all weekend long into the hallway. And it's still so hot in there. You can feel it just radiating out. So I was like, no, nah, I'm noping out of this and going home. But Colin was stuck there. I mean, the, we can do this from where yeah. we are. He can't push buttons from where he is, or, or he can from where he is, but not from home. So one of us, unfortunately, had to be there. And I thought, you know, I, the, at the very least, the least we could possibly do is DoorDash over some ice cream to the poor guy so he can feel at least a little bit of, you know, mm-hmm. make a kind of a summer-themed thing out of it and and get some kind of relief out of that. So, uh, yeah, between myself and my lovely bride, we were able to uh, to get him some ice cream. I had nothing to do with that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so how was it? What was it and how? I know it's arrived. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't know. Like There are no spoons here in the in the building so it's yeah. sitting in uh in the of freezer course. at the moment and the big uh sign on the on the door in our kitchen says that the clean out of the fridge and freezer is on monday so i'm hoping that it's still there does that actually happen or has that sign just been up forever i don't know that sign's always been up ever since i've been here but i have uh-huh. i do not know yeah, I think that I think that's normally an end of day thing on Monday. So you should be that safe. is that is what I thought. Last time I was there, there were some spoons like in the in the newsroom opposite where Park sits. There was like a little thing of he would have, he would have spoons, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. So uh, so you might be able to to get yourself going that way. But yeah, Jim was the one who put in the order. So I know you were going to ask about the tip. I have no because idea. Because we did but, the story about yeah. DoorDashing. They're not going to bring it unless you tip them first. Well. If, 
if anything, she's usually even more generous than I am when it comes to tipping. So I, I'm going to guess that she did fairly well by the guy. He seemed pretty happy because he called. He got kind of lost because our building's not the easiest thing in the world to find. The entrance so, is weird, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, so he had a call, but but he seemed pretty happy with the entire affair. So I'm guessing Jen did well by him. All right, well, let us know once you're able to <laughs> dig into it somehow. Get you I'm just some laughing. Mystery, man. Because that totally makes sense in our building that there's not going to be utensils for the thing that you need. Yeah, it's, all of the post COVID, all the drawers in the kitchen are empty. Yeah, the only thing that's in the cabinet are like empty glasses and paper plates. I'm I'm trying to remember who it was, and I I don't know. Maybe it was Dusty from over at six ten. Maybe it was uh, maybe it was Parks. Maybe it was Banks. Somebody said, yeah, you know the the HVAC in this building is like a woman in menopause. <laughs> it's like there is Always. it's gonna be yes. it's gonna be hot as heck one minute, and the next minute it's gonna be freezing. Oh, I, I have the DoorDash. Uh, here's what you got, dude. Okay, uh, sitting over there. I shouldn't probably say this too loud because other people in the building may try to snake your ice cream away from you. But she got you uh, uh, Jenny's ice cream gooey butter cake and a Betty Ray's ice cream cereal and milk. So you get a pint of, mm. of each of those. Oh, it's ooh fruity pebbles. I'm I do told. like fruity pebbles. And, 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 <laughs> and we and we tipped seven fifty on that. So yeah, that's a, that's a pretty nice tip. You can forgive the gooey butter cake connection to St. Louis. Yeah, can, we'll, we'll forgive that. <laughs> yeah, I caught that. You ate the ones I sent you and Wicked, though, so. <laughs> I, I mean, that was a long time. God, that feels like that was a gazillion years ago. Yep. Um, yeah, I've never heard of either one of these things, so I will give you You've never heard of gooey butter cake? No. Oh, yeah. So gooey butter cake is very much a St. Louis thing. And if I recall the story right, it was originally invented by mistake. It was one of those like a mistake in the kitchen things. Sure, like and a bubblegum type thing. Yeah, right. And they and they didn't put enough leavening in the cake or put or put too much butter in it or whatever. And so it never rose. It, gooey butter cake, if you buy one just as a cake, it's usually only about a half an inch thick. But it is so good. Oh, man, it's unbelievable. Well, now you're getting me excited, so... There you go. I will go scour for a spoon during the break. <laughs> boy. And somebody warned Dana and Parks about the temperature in the studio so they know to bring ice oh, packs with right. them or whatever it yeah. is because it'll be Gotta done send next. A text over to Dana. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, Colin, we thought of you when I saw this, too. Uh, there is a grocery chain out of the U.K. that is going to get rid of the self-checkouts. They are bringing humans back. We're getting rid of the self-checkout lanes. Man cashiers now. So let me this tell is... you. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You're good. I, I did go get groceries yesterday. Two of the self-checkout lines were broken. So I went to a cashier. It severely slowed me down, I will say. My yeah. efficiency was not where it normally is. Did you have a lot of stuff? No. So you are faster than the cashier? Yes. Is what you're saying. Okay. I don't even tip myself. No. <laughs> yeah, generally that's that's kind of where I am with self checkout too. It was interesting to see some of the complaints that people had come up with. The reason why, and, and this is a big chain in the UK, kind of an upscale grocery chain, and the reason they did what they did is simply because people were complaining about it. They said we did this because our customers demanded it. So it's all going to be about money, right? The the only yes. way that they're going to make that change is if they're losing business. If, if people, if customers are so frustrated that they are not going there anymore, which had to have been what happened here. Uh, this is called Booth's, which is a high-end supermarket chain yep. in the UK. I'd never heard of, but it's, this isn't Lidl. This isn't Aldi. This is, this is one of the, the nicer ones. 
and they said, okay, we, we hear you. Um, people complained that they were slow, unreliable, and impersonal. There's, they are here there's, too. There's two other main complaints that they had with these, and I will say I think both of these complaints are valid. One was vegetables and fruits are a pain in the butt. If you happen to grab an apple that doesn't have the little sticker on it that gives you the four-number code, then you're going to have to put in, okay, where's the thing where I get to search for apple? And then i got to remember, was it a was it a, a Granny Smith or was it a Red yes. Delicious? I don't know. And the other complaint they had was how many times, even if you go to self-checkout, that you buy something that they need to approve. So you're going to have to wait for somebody anyway. You you buy alcohol, you've got to wait for somebody to come over and verify your 21. Uh, spray paint, that's a big one. And and other aerosols because oh, people wow. use okay. them for huffing. So, you you know, you've got to get somebody over there to, to approve the purchase on those as well. And they said, okay, so what's the point of me checking out by myself if I still have to wait four or five times for somebody to come over and verify my purchase? It doesn't make any sense. And that's a manpower thing. Instead of having the manpower scanning your groceries, you just need the manpower helping the customers scan your scan their groceries. Sure. So why They may not as well just, do it. Exactly. Just have them check everybody out and, and it'll be fine. Um They've apparently have they have apparently had bigger problems with it than some other chains because self checkout is growing in the UK just like it's growing here. But this is the first time I've seen an entire chain say, you know what, we're getting rid of all of them. We're going back to in person checkout and that's it. And I'm sure it has something to do with it being higher end. They're making more money anyway. They probably pay Likely. their cashiers a little better, and yep. so um, it those are these are also probably smaller stores. So they probably didn't have that many self-checkouts to begin with. Um, the produce thing is really irritating. Yes. It, when you have to, if they don't, like you said, if they don't have the little barcode on them and then you have to weigh it, then you have to find it in their, in their whole system. You got to remember what you got. Yeah. It, well, and pain. some of them, right. And some of them you do have to weigh others. You mm -hmm. can just scan and it's like, well, how am I supposed to know which one's which when I get there? And yeah, again, if I, every time that I have to call somebody over, it defeats the purpose of me doing self-checkout. Yes. So maybe this is the start of a thing. Maybe, maybe the self-checkouts will go away. Colin will be upset, but the rest of us will be happy. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break here. Coming up, are we ready for the plastic bags, those single-use bags, to just go away entirely? We have another state, banning them statewide. Get to that coming up here in KMBZ. So the ban of the plastic grocery bags, often called single-use bags, although someone on the text line takes issue with that, uh, but that's usually what they're called, the single-use plastic bags that you get at the grocery store. We have another state that is banning them statewide. And it's already, um, if I'm not mistaken, Lawrence already did this in the city of Lawrence. I don't know if there's any, if we have any particular city here that does it yet, but it is no doubt the trend. You, um, you have several states that are doing it already and undoubtedly it, it's gonna become a thing. Are we ready for this? Uh, are um, This is where I, I struggle a little bit. Yay environment, I'm all about go environment. <laughs> this is just not so I will be that person that ends up paying for bags every time I go. I will just not yeah. think ahead that much. Yeah, that was that was the experience we had when we spent that four months in New York about a uh, yeah, two years ago now um, is that the, the hardest thing to remember. I mean, not only would I not remember to bring the bag with me. I would frequently have them in the car <laughs> yep, <laughs> and not remember to bring them into the store with me. So I'd, yeah. I'd sit there at checkout staring at the big thing of bags going, oh, man, I'm a dope. Because <laughs> what they do there, 
is plastic bags are no go. They, they just aren't there. But if you want, you can still buy either the the you know, the multi-use bags like you're talking about, like mm-hmm. the canvas bags, or for fifty cents, I think it was, you can buy a a brown paper sack like we all used to get at the grocery store a million years ago. Yeah. Um, but they charged you for those, so nobody wants to do that either, especially for something you're going to use exactly once. They are serious about it. Um, so in Colorado is where we're looking at it. This um, the law takes effect in January of 2024. Starting June 1st, though, stores will not be able to sell any single-use plastic bags to customers at all. So until then, you can still take the dime and you can still buy the plastic bags if you want. After that, they will not even have them for you to buy. They will sell single-use paper bags, just not plastic. Yeah, so they're going to do the the exact same thing New York did. Um, And even at that, I mean... The bags that they sell are so cheap, like the multi-use bags that they sell are so cheap that you can say, okay, yeah, I can spend 50 cents on a pa- on a brown paper bag and then throw it away when I get home, or I can spend a buck on one of these, you know, fake canvas ones that, yeah, you're, you're just as well off buying yet another one that you're going to leave in the car the next time you go back to the grocery store. The only place I sometimes remember to do this is Aldi, because we're just accustomed to having to bag our own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but half the time that I go, especially if I don't know that I'm going, if I'm just out and about and I'm like, oh, I'm going to stop by Aldi on my way home. I end up, I walk in, I go get one of their, what, what's the opposite of single use? Multiple use, the, the, multi-use, the canvas yeah. bag, multi-use. I go get one of those, fill it with stuff, and then scan that bag first. And then the stuff that I, I, I end up buying them there. Because I just have the time. I don't think about it ahead of time. Right. Maybe you get trained. Maybe over time you start to, it becomes habit. Yeah. I don't know what that time period is. What I can say is it's longer than four months. Yeah. (laughs) Because by the time we left, I was still doing it. Uh, But yeah, I I think it is. It's exactly that. It's one of those things that we all will grouse about and grumble about because, oh, it's a change and I don't like those. And after a while, once it's there, we'll just go, okay, fine. And grudgingly get, you know, get more and more used to it as time goes by. You'll pay for them enough times. You'll get tired yeah. of paying for them. And then you'll start exactly. to remember. Um, 913-586-7798. I, yay environment. I just got to get my, what I need to do is just get myself in the habit of bring the groceries inside, take those bags, put them back in my trunk immediately. Yeah. Just, just well, do that. Okay, and, and and let me bring up a very Adam ruins everything kind of argument on this, because the the thing that irritates me about that is that, you know, I'm with you. Anything we can do is a thing that we can do. And if we all yeah. get together on it, yeah, I mean, you you see there are these places near the Philippine Islands that have just tractor trailer loads of mm-hmm. Walmart bags just yep. sitting out there rotting in the sun, right? Yep. So if we can stop doing that, that's great. But what galls me about it is, okay, so I go through the bakery section in the grocery store and I buy a bunch of cinnamon rolls in a plastic bag that I have to then put in my non-plastic reusable bag and take home. And after I take the cinnamon rolls out, what do I do with that plastic bag? Throw it out the same as I did with all the other ones. So we, the consumers, are the ones who are taking the, the onus of this. And yet the people that we're buying stuff from, they don't have to play by the same rules we do. Ooh, that's interesting. Okay, um, help me with following the money 
and why city is it just easier for cities and states to force retailers to not is is it easier to um put in place laws about what you can sell and what you can't than it is to go to hostess or whoever it is and say you got to do different packaging well, not to mention the fact that Hostess brings in tax dollars. And you, know, you were talking about following the money. They don't want to punish business. If they make business come up with a better way to do things, that's going to cost business money. And that business will go fine. Then we'll move our factory to somewhere where they don't do that. Um, and nobody wants to see that happen. So, I mean, there are arguments that have been made, and I think there's a lot of validity to them, that the recycling movement in general was one that was designed to make us as consumers feel like it was our problem. It was our yeah. fault. We're the ones at, we don't make hostess wrap that stuff in plastic, but they do. They, I mean, the take the cereal companies, General Mills and Post and all of the rest of them. It used to, when I was a kid, you went to the grocery store, you bought that same cardboard box full of cereal, but inside that cardboard box was wax paper. Yeah. Not plastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember that too. You know why? Plastic's cheaper. So again, it, it the problem isn't really us. I mean, we're contributing to it when we go and use plastic bag after plastic bag after plastic bag. But look at all the stuff you're putting into your grocery cart. It's all full of plastic bags and nobody's doing anything about that. We're pretending that doesn't exist. And so is the is the thinking we don't want to lose the business of hostess, but yes. we know grocery stores won't leave. We know we can force it on them because we know they won't they won't leave yeah. because of it. Well, and again, business loves it because that focuses the blame for the plastic problem onto the consumers. Then it's not their fault anymore. They can sit there and say, oh, we're blameless in this. I mean, you know, we got behind that effort to, to you know, keep you from using those plastic grocery bags, you terrible polluter, you. This is fascinating. I've never really thought about it that way, that it's on us. And a bunch of you are texting in about the we're stuff that we still use. Oh, yeah. We're not plastic. supposed to think about it that way. <laughs> that, that's by yeah. design. I like the person that said you bring your laundry basket to Aldi. That's creative. I like that. Uh, let's uh, get a quick call on here before we take a break. Stevens in Olathe. Hey, Stephen. Hey, thanks for taking my call. John, it sounds like you get it, man. You're right <laughs> there with me. And, uh, you know, the, the, thing that, uh, the thing that I was going to say was that I had gone out to Cosmopolis, Washington, Western Washington, and every time that I'd go into Aberdeen, then Home Depot or the Walmart or whatever, it was uh, they would sell you the plastic bag. They would sell yeah, you that, pla- right. that that banned. It was not banned. It was just banned from giving out for free. And me coming from a state where I go into a uh, quick trip and they want to give me a bag for everything. You know, one time I had my my fountain drink put inside of a bag because they're like, hey, do you want a bag for that? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's, <laughs> let's bag up my fountain drink. Right. And it's it's just really it's hard to get over, and you are forced to get into the the habit of uh, using those bags, but um, the the recyclable bags. But you know, out here, whenever I get a bag, I feel like I if I throw it away, it's going straight into the tummy of a whale. So yeah, you know, I'm out here in the middle of the the country where there are no whales. But that bag, it's gonna get, it's it's gonna be stuck in a whale's stomach, in stomach somehow. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. how, but it is. Right. So, yeah. Well, just make sure you it, feel guilty. But as long as you feel right guilty direction. about it, it's okay. 
Right. It's a step in the right direction, but, you know, we have to hold the uh, the commerce and the uh, the manufacturers accountable instead of ourselves. You know, that or in addition to that yeah. little recyclable triangle, that is the biggest uh, the biggest way for the uh, commercial industry to put it on to the consumer. And yep. it's not it's not my responsibility. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks for the call. A couple of points are coming up. We have it to a break, but somebody just mentioned, we'll talk about this coming up, about what's going to happen to grocery delivery. If you get grocery delivery, last time I got it from Walmart, it was all in plastic bags. What are they going to do? You're not going to give them your bags ahead of time for grocery delivery. So how's that going to oh, work? 913 586 We'll uh, get to more of your calls on this next on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Colorado is the latest state to ban the single-use plastic bags statewide. In fact, starting in June of next year, grocery stores won't even be able to sell them to you. They can sell you the paper bags, but not the plastic bags. And we're just talking through, um, it's just kind of funny, given how many things that we use that still are plastic and nobody seems to care about that. Right. And so uh, somebody somebody on the text line put it perfectly. They said that's the motto of American business is uh, you privatize gains and socialize losses. And if you can convince people that the loss is their fault, all the better. And you give people something small to do so that they can feel better about it. I'm I'm striking a blow against pollution by, you know, filling my recycle bin every every week instead of throwing all that stuff in the garbage. Yeah, but keep in mind that means you bought a whole bunch of non-biodegradable stuff that was sold to you by the people that are telling you it's your responsibility to clean everything up. We'll get your calls here in a sec. I have a couple questions, though. Um, Somebody, if you deliver for Instacart or any grocery delivery service, I want to talk to you. Because Texter just said Aldi charges 10 or 12 cents for each of their paper bags. As an Instacarter, I have to guess how many I'm going to need at checkout and enter that as part of the procedure. Oh. Yeah, what do you do about grocery delivery? How does that how does that work in terms of charging you for it? We may have they an must just to have that. to charge you. 
Yeah, Mary is is online in Prairie Village and uh, wants to address that very thing. Hi, Mary. Hi. Well, I was just going to tell you that I I had ordered from Walmart my groceries all during the pandemic, and they give you, of course, so many, so many plastic bags. And I would always bring them back to the store for recycling. But then I saw something that said that you know Walmart wasn't always recycling those things that are in the those those bags that are in the blue cardboard boxes. So recently they came out with a thing where. You just bring your own, uh, you know, canvas or cloth bags in your trunk, and they will sack them for you in your own bags when you order. So that's a great thing. You don't have to mess with the plastic bags at all. Oh, good. Okay. All right. And yeah. and that's the kind of mechanism I would love to see spread. The other thing that I love is that is what Costco does. All the boxes that they that they have merchandise come in in they they cut them all apart and they put the stuff on the shelves they put the boxes up front so that you can use them when you check out to take your stuff out to the car yeah at least you get one more use yeah yeah that's good all right thanks Thanks, a lot for the call mary aldi does that if you are just if if you just get crafty about it like they don't just have the boxes sitting out sometimes they do sometimes they've got that big metal crate thing that's got all the boxes in it but other times you'll see people that just take stuff out and free up a box and take that with them (laughs) I did that the other day at Price Chopper. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, I ended, I walked in and I did the same thing I do every time. Oh, I only need two things. I don't need a cart. And then remembered all the other things I needed, so I got my arms all full. And they're hap- they happen to be stocking at the time, so there was a grocery cart sitting there with an empty box in the bottom of it. I just ganked it. I was like, okay, that's mine now. Instead of getting a bag at checkout. Yeah. Well, that's I just because I. Would no, I, I, I mean, I had all the stuff in my arms. It was just getting too much oh, to carry. To ca- Got it. So okay. I needed something to keep it all in, and there just happened to be a box hand. It was an empty box. I didn't figure they needed it for anything. Yes, I've, you've, I've had that happen before, too, where you get halfway through the store, and now your hands are full. They yep. should put carts halfway through the store, too. They should give you a second opportunity to get one. Yeah. Or like the, the babies, the little ones. The, right, Should the be little baskets the or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the little ones. It's got like the half one on top, and the I don't know what they call those, but they're like half carts. They're they're save the two us. level half yeah. cart things. Save, save us from our own lack of preparedness. So, well, sometimes you see sales, and you're just not <laughs> just not prepared for that. Yep. Um, so yeah, the the Instacart thing will be interesting to see, and this no doubt is going to be. I don't know how long it's going to take. Of course, somebody said in the state of Missouri, it's against the law for any city or county to ban single use plastic bags because of course it is. I'll take Uh your word for it. Of course it is in Missouri. (laughs) Yes, of course. Bad environment. Yes. Yeah. Um, Well, if it's a law now, that means, I mean, laws can be repealed. So it's just going to take the legislature to do it. But, oh, wait, we're talking about the Missouri legislature. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Yes. All right. Thanks, everybody, for getting in here. CNN had a list this morning of, as we get closer to Thanksgiving next week, of a um, Thanksgiving guest etiquette 101. There are seven things on here. Most of these, I think, apply not just at Thanksgiving, but anytime you're invited to someone's house, it might depend on what the event is, whether it's a dinner or a party. But there are a couple things on here I want to talk about. And it's the very first thing that I want to toss around here for a second. Uh, So they said, here's everything you need to remember to be a tip top guest. And the first thing is bring something, even if your host insists it's not necessary. How do we handle that? If you ask, can I bring anything? And the host explicitly says, no, 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 we got everything. We're good. No, no, no. Do you bring something anyway? And if so, what do you do? You know what? My, my mom had a thing that she would do 
in situations like that and it rarely came up but if somebody was insistent no no no, we got it all covered well well can i bring a, a bottle of wine no 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 we, we've got wine it's, it's all fine we don't want you to bring anything is that she would approach that the same way as if you were going to be you put it perfectly if you were going to be a guest in somebody's house who was going to stay overnight the like the emily post's version of that mm-hmm. is to say bring something for the house bring in uh, you know, a, a little, um, we love jade plants, the, like the little succulents that okay. you can get for like three bucks or whatever in a pot and they grow forever. I mean, they're, they're just, they're really easy to keep care of. And so, I mean, bring a little something like that or bring, uh, even if it's something that is, I hate to say it because of the conversation we were just in disposable, like a decoration for the table, something like mm-hmm. that for that's Thanksgiving related. You can always find something that isn't necessarily more food for them to have to clean up later. It's harder when you don't know them as well. Um, and I was in that situation when I was in Delaware. Um, and I, John, you remember this, I'm sure, but weirdly I met someone on Twitter that knew of you that works in radio that lives in Delaware that's from here. It was this weird turn of events thing where he invited me to his house for dinner, all strangers that I never even met him, his name is Randy, from here, didn't know any of these people, to try the, um, what's the noodle? What's the dumplings? The Oh, the, the, slick the wet dumplings. dumplings, yeah, yeah, yeah. The wet dumplings. Uh, yep. I don't know what they're actually called, but that's what they are, the really soft dumplings. So on a Friday night, I'm invited to dinner at a house full of strangers. And I'm in this position of they're saying, don't bring anything, don't bring anything. With people I know, my default is wine, usually. Some kind of something like that. Turns out they don't drink. And I can't remember. I was just about to say, yeah. (laughs) I can't remember how I learned that, but somehow I asked ahead of time. Somehow I asked that. and, And luckily I did because they don't drink wine or they don't drink anything. Yeah. And, and I would imagine uh, that it's probably one thing if it's just, oh, we don't drink. But if it's somebody who has had a problem with yeah. that in the past, I mean, the last thing you want to do is say, hey, can I bring a bottle of wine? Well, no, because that puts them in the awkward position of having to explain why. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up bring, bringing dessert, I think, because at least you're just even if they have dessert, you're adding to it then. Yeah. You're just sure. No one's going to say no to that. That's fine. What do you do? What do you do if people say don't bring anything? Yeah, and is that, you know, that that idea of a gift for the house, is that still something that, is that still a thing, I guess is what I'm asking. And if so, is there an ideal something that you can bring for that? Because, uh, I mean, you want to stay away from decor items because you don't Mm -hmm. know what somebody else's decor is until you're in their house either. Christmas, I feel like, is easy. You can can bring something holiday-related for Christmas. That you don't go wrong with that. I feel like a plant usually works mm-hmm. unless they have pets. Like what if the pets eat the plants? I don't know. Like sometimes <laughs> they, I would always wonder about something like that or they're allergic to something. I, I'd worry about that. Right. Somebody just said a candle. What if it's a guy? I, I, I oh, like candle candles. feels weird to me, but to me, just giving someone a gift of a can, I feel like that belongs in a bag with other things. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you, you know, the, you, I, I hate to go back to Bed Bath & Beyond again, but, the, you know, those little holiday gift set things that they have, the small ones that are like, you know, a, a little fancy soap and a little lotion or something like that, you know, nominal cost. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're still giving somebody something nice. Okay. So this is, this is what Texter said. I have never 
I never have people bring something and I do not expect my guests to come up with something else. When I entertain, I entertain. You don't have to provide part of my entertainment. Meaning when I say don't bring anything, I mean, don't bring anything. <laughs> and I like that. I appreciate that. And I feel the same way about it. I mean, the last thing, if I put together, you know, a Super Bowl party or something like that, then I want the thing to be together. I, I don't want anybody mm -hmm. to be wanting for anything. So I completely understand the point of view, but you do sometimes feel a little awkward just walking in and going, hey, thanks for doing a lot of nice things for me. I didn't do anything for you. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's just kind of an awkward moment. Uh, if you have thoughts on how to solve for this one, 913-586-7798. A lot of us are going to be in this position here coming up soon. We'll take a break. How much money a guy paid for something that absolutely was not what he thought it was? We'll get to that coming up here in KMBZ. Okay, we go to NBC Los Angeles for this next story. Um, boy, there are a lot of scam warnings out right now. In fact, um, there was a story on our list about it kind of being a time where we're paying more attention to them. Then we have what this guy paid $21,000 for. How many red flags do you need before you know that what you're doing is getting taken? And that's exactly what happened to this guy. Now, listen to some of the things. This is in Redland City, where a guy paid almost $21,000 for gold bars, except they weren't gold bars. They were gold colored and they looked real pretty, but they were not gold. In fact, they were absolutely worthless. 21,000. Now here's, here's the first line in this story that made me smack my forehead and go, are you kidding me? Redland city public information officer, Carl Baker said the man who was scammed contacted the seller on Craigslist. There's item number one. We need a little, item number a little buzzer here. Item number two, he met the seller in a back alley on two occasions to purchase gold bars for a total of $21,000. Really? The guy you bought the gold bars from in the back alley was lying? Wow. That's not sketch at all. <laughs> was the guy wearing like a long trench coat and a fedora too? You know, hey, buddy, you want to buy some gold bars? Come on, man. And they said the same thing that I've said over and over and over again when it comes to this stuff. Keep a magnet on you because gold is not magnetic. And if somebody tells you they're selling you a genuine solid gold ring and it and it magnetizes to a magnet, no, it's phony. Don't do that. And, and yet people still get taken with it. I mean, the guy should have known. Craigslist, back alley, you should have known. But I mean, sometimes they can be, a, you know, a little more convincing than that. And it, it's just, yeah, you, you got to, again, you got to pay attention. And they said, and this also gets me, the, the same public information officer said, well, just remember, if the deal sounds too good to be true, it probably is. No, 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 no. It is. No, probably. If it sounds too good to be true, you're being scammed. Period. Let me ask what may be a dumb question. How much should a bar of gold cost? Well, it depends, obviously, on how big a bar of gold we're talking about. Uh, so how, but right how now, much should this have been? Do we have any idea? Uh, if it had been I, real? I don't know how, I don't know how big the, the gold bars were that he bought. but I thought uh, it was a standard. It's not a standard size. No, no, no. A gold, gold bar well, is not a standard size. No, no. Uh, okay. So gold is right now, what, $1,700, $1,800 an ounce, something like that. So you figure if it's a 10-ounce bar of gold, then the the price would be 10 times that or, or $17,000. So, yeah, uh, if, if 
somebody selling you a 10 ounce gold bar for $700, it's phony because why wouldn't they just go to a coin dealer? Yeah, they said um, the gold bars will have the weight imprinted into it. And if the weight doesn't yes. match up, it's probably fake. Yeah. And the because didn't he do it twice? It was $29,000 for two different it occasions. Yeah. Two separate transactions, right? Before he realized that he was being taken for a ride. I wonder how he figured it out finally. Um, my guess is that he took it to a pawn shop or a gold buyer or somebody and they tested and went, <laughs> no. It's um, what they use to test gold is acid. Um, and at different strengths, acid will eat through gold of different concentrations. So if you have 10 karat gold, you're going to need one strength of acid to do it. And normally what they do is they'll take like a, um, uh, it, it's, uh, I'm trying to remember what it's made out of. It's a little stone that's kind of rough on the outside, like a sanding stone. Okay. And they grind off a little of the gold on the outside of it. If you're selling a necklace or something like that. And then they put a stripe of this acid across it. And if it, if it eats right through it, it's phony. Yeah, they said the biggest red flag is dealing with a seller who wants to make the exchange in a back alley and not uh -huh. in the parking lot of a police department. Even at that, wow. I mean, for something like gold, unless you really, really know what you're doing, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, stay away from that stuff. I mean, it's like anything else. It's like I tell people about phony counterfeit guitars, which, by the way, there's another one of for sale here in town right now that I can tell you about. But um yeah, it, it, if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't know what you're looking for, bring an expert with you. And, and if you, you know, if you tell the seller, Hey, I got a buddy who's a gold guy, he's going to come with me and test it all out. And they balk. Guess yeah. what? It's a scam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Then we go to Wisconsin. Uh, while we have a couple of minutes here about the number of phones that this couple ended up collecting not all collectibles are going to be worth something someday there's got to be somebody that wants them which is what this couple learned yeah uh, this this is to make the people who got uh you know the, who ended up spending their life savings on beanie babies this is going to make you feel a little <laughs> bit better about things and and this i mean i hope they appreciate them it's a couple out of wisconsin like jamie said uh in galesville wisconsin and he got uh, they're, they're the nap nappens k-n-a-p-p-e-n-s and it's ron and mary he's 87 she's 82 and over time they just started collecting old phones pay phones dial phones anything that connected to a landline they have it to the tune of tractor trailers full of them 33 and of them 33 of them and and they also have uh like a grain silo and a granary that are full of these old phones they're on shelves and things like that because the thinking was you know if 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 someday these become collector's items we'll be sitting on a gold mine well nobody wants your landline phone the only thing I would think about is that if there was somebody that wanted to repurpose them for something, yeah, like up, like you'll see that sometimes. You know, it, it looks like a typewriter, but it's really a computer. You know, you'll see those in, in place. A hotel that wanted to do that or something could do it. That's yes. going to cost money, and there just might not be interest in that. And some of the ones that they have are, I mean, like I said, they really do run the gamut. Some of them are ones that are exactly like the old, that kind of weird pinkish tan color, you know, the, the phone that we all had at one point. Uh, some of them are those. Some of them are like the, the tall, ornate princess phone style things. And they're real pretty. I mean, I'll give them that. Those things were designed to be 
attractive. They were designed to be almost a piece of furniture that had a utility to it. Well, now the utility is gone and nobody wants one of those things sitting on their shelf because what are you going to do with it? It's just going to sit there and gather dust. So eventually are these just thrown away? I mean, what happens when this couple likely is no longer with us? Yeah. I mean, somebody's going to have to do something with all of that. And I mean, <laughs> you talk about all the stuff that's in your mom's garage. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just be happy. She doesn't have 33 tractor trailers full of old telephones. Nobody's going to want. Heaven only knows what's in there. Heaven only knows yeah. what I will find in there someday. And the thing is, so. I mean, from an aesthetic standpoint, I kind of get it. I mean, I look at those things and not only is there a bit of nostalgia wrapped up in it, but they're not bad looking. It's just, they're just sitting there. There's nothing to do with them. They think they will make, once they sell the land where this collection sits, that'll fund. I mean, they're in their eighties. They talk about funding their yeah. retirement. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're in it. <laughs> How are you not there yet? Right. Yeah. $200,000 something will fund it. I mean, make a museum out of them. Give them to the Smithsonian? I mean, how much can you do with that many of those things? It makes you wonder, too, about, um, like I brought up typewriters. I was at a hotel in Portland, Maine. Uh, this was last year that co they collected old typewriters. It used to be a printing building for an old newspaper. And so they had all these old typewriters and they mounted them on the wall. It was it was super cool. Oh, that is. Yeah, that's neat. But you only need 25 um, of them. You don't need three, you know, <laughs> you, you don't need hundreds or thousands. thousands of them, you know? Um, so yeah, what do you end up at some point? They just are thrown away. Yeah. Which is yeah, a bummer, you just, but you, you have to wait until you find that one guy who's as avid a collector as you are. But is there anybody still out there doing that? Yeah, maybe they are cool looking, but, um, hopefully they'll find somebody that will end up taking them. So, all right. Uh, we will take a break coming up here in the next hour. There was a big story out of Vox.com this morning, speaking about Thanksgiving, uh, makes the case for inviting everyone even people that aren't your close friends to everything we'll get to that and gordon ramsay is a new dad it's a child number six at age 57 get to all that in the next hour here on kmbz t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.